if you've heard me talk or uh, seen our page or, or even been around the firehouse, when people are talking about CBD, a lot of times the word cannabinoids gets thrown in there, uh, even when they're talking about marijuana as well. So I wanted to bring this up and dive in a little bit to that subject. What are cannabinoids? How do they affect our bodies? And what does it mean for the fire service uh, with us being able to use cannabinoids? I'm John. I'm the founder of Rescue One CBD. And uh, today we're talking about the compound that is CBD. It's a cannabinoid. So what is a cannabinoid? It's a class of compounds that are found in a hemp or marijuana plant. They are two different plants. And they are the most common compound in that plant. So CBD is a cannabinoid. THC is also a cannabinoid. It's the more infamous one that causes failed drug tests and causes intoxication and, and you know, altered mental status. So um, there are other cannabinoids in a cannabis plant. We'll talk about those in a minute. Cannabinoids are just one of over 100 compounds found in cannabis plants. And I'm going to use the word cannabis as a genus like hemp and marijuana are both the same genus, you know, cannabis, but the species is different. Hemp isn't the same thing as, as marijuana. And uh, we have a whole video on that. So um, you guys can click on this link here and check that out if you want to see the difference between those two, which is important, you know, for the fire service. But as far as the compounds go in the, in the cannabis plant, um, there are also things called terpenes, which give a plant its smell and they do have medicinal benefits. And there are things called flavonoids that give a plant its color. And in our CBD, we only keep a few cannabinoids. We do have CBD in there. We also have CBG and CBC. Those are the three most common that you'll find. But we never have THC in there. THC is a cannabinoid that affects your endocannabinoid system, just like CBD does, but in a different way. So cannabinoids bind to your endocannabinoid system. The last video we put out, the last episode we put out was about the endocannabinoid system. Um, you can check that out here or go to our YouTube uh, channel if you're listening on the podcast and, and uh, you can see that video on there. We also write blogs about this stuff. So a lot of stuff we mentioned, it can be cross-referenced and you can check it out there either on our website or podcast or YouTube. But if you haven't seen the endocannabinoid system um, episode, it'll give you a good idea. Cannabinoids just attach to this thing in our body called the endocannabinoid system. And that's important to understand because the endocannabinoid system helps our body maintain balance or what's called homeostasis. It does that by regulating several things in our body like mood, digestion, parts of your immune system, inflammation, your sleep. And when they all work together in conjunction with things like your digestive tract and your immune system, that creates homeostasis. So your body in a natural level of balance is healthy. When it's imbalanced, it's unhealthy. Um, oversimplifying it, of course, but death and disease comes from an imbalance of homeostasis for whatever system that is screwing up. You know, your immune system fails, you get very sick. So CBD helps the endocannabinoid system function properly, which contributes greatly to the balance of your body and the homeostasis. The way CBD does that is it's a cannabinoid and it binds to the endocannabinoid system. There are two receptors that are in the endocannabinoid system that cannabinoids can bind to. There's CB1 and there's CB2. CB1 is more of your brain and spinal cord. This can affect things like you being intoxicated, you know, like THC would bind more to that. 
and uh, CB2 is more of what CBD binds to, and that is in your tissues like your digestive system, your immune system. It can help affect and regulate sleep and your mood and things like that. So um, there are two very different things that, that these cannabinoids can bind to. The other ones that I wanted to talk about are CBC and CBG, but we don't really know that much about them. I mean, you can just simply Google search it and see that there are just very few studies. And to my knowledge, I don't think any of them are in humans. The reason we are so attracted to and the reason we promote CBD the way we do is because we understand the research behind it, both in animal and in human trials. And uh, it's been for decades, like we've seen this stuff, you know, come about. CBG and CBC are... Uh, lesser known because they're harder to extract out of the hemp plant. They're minor cannabinoids that come in a smaller amount. And I think because of that, they're just harder to research. So they've they've not done so much. Um, but what we do know is that they do help CBD work uh, more efficiently through something called a entourage effect. And they can promote sleep and reduce inflammation just like CBD does. But maybe to a more minor degree, they're still not sure. Regardless, uh, we know that they're safe to take. We know that they help CBD work and that when you extract them, you know, from the hemp plant, they come out naturally. So all those things combined, we like to put them in together. It's a more holistic production of the plant. You get more of the naturally occurring cannabinoids with it. Uh, and there are some good potential health benefits with it that we just haven't researched as much yet. Kind of just a summary of what cannabinoids are. CBD is one of them, and it's just one in a family of compounds. They've classified dozens of these cannabinoids, but really the only ones that you mostly find in the cannabis plant, particularly hemp, um, is CBD, CBG, and CBC. There are other minor ones like CBDA, um, CBDV, and those have uh, even lesser known effects than, than these other two primary ones. So uh, depending on how the hemp plant grows and how you extract it, you can get this stuff. We don't try to focus too much on those only because we don't know that much about them. We only stick to what has published medical research. And those three cannabinoids that I mentioned before are the ones that uh, have research, uh, CBD being the most prominent one. So um I hope that answers your questions a little bit about what cannabinoids are. I do want to bring up the one point that, you know, based on what your contract says, if you're in a union or what your administration says or your city or whatever policy that dictates your substance abuse, they always lump CBD into substance abuse because they're assuming that people are going to use marijuana, fail a drug test and blame it on CBD. That's typically the feeling that I'm getting from unions and other fire departments. So they might use the word cannabinoids in your contract. That's really important to pay attention to because depending on the language, you cannot use, you can or cannot use CBD depending on the language of your policy. For example, if they say you can't use marijuana, CBD is not made from marijuana, not commercially available CBD oil like ours is. It's not made from marijuana, it's made from hemp. So that language allows you to use CBD. But if they dictate that you cannot use cannabinoids, CBD is a cannabinoid, and that's very restrictive on what you know you can or cannot do. So that basically says you can't use CBD if they directly tell you you can't use cannabinoids. That's kind of a, a footnote. Um, we did actually a whole episode on this one as well. You can check that link out um, again on any one of our channels. And that will kind of go into more of the legality for your department, some of the language that could be used. Disclaimer, I'm not a lawyer. I don't write policy, but I have helped many fire departments write policy and guide them. And I've heard what people have done successfully and unsuccessfully. So I'm just sharing some of my experience and I, I'm happy to talk more about that as well. You could always email us support at rescue one, the number one 
cbd.com um, or you can DM us on Instagram. Those are our two channels that are probably most responsive. You can leave a comment below. If you have a question, please share this around the firehouse with the guys and girls so that we can get the word out there. Cannabinoids in general are probably going to be more up and coming in the near future, but they are the future for the fire service and uh, increasing our longevity, both on the job and after retirement. So huge believers in it. And we know that it's a game changer. It's just a matter of letting people understand exactly what we do. And the biggest part of that is education and sharing the word. We have a national firefighter CBD survey. Uh, if you go onto our Instagram and click on the link in our bio, you know, it'll bring you right to it. It's five questions. It takes 30 seconds. Please get on it. And uh, we're trying to bring this up to the national levels of the IAFF and the NVFC to show them that CBD is in demand for the fire service, that it does have benefits, and that our people need some guidance and some rules set so that we can authorize CBD on a national level so that fire departments don't have to shy away from this thing. So please take uh, 30 seconds to take that. And if you have any questions, you know, reach out to us anytime. Thank you all. Take care of each other and be safe out there.